This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. This time every week we take the opportunity to explore an aspect of New Zealand law, sometimes looking at specifics and nuts and bolts, otherwise uh, looking at some of the foundation principles behind uh, what uh, creates our law, and that's what our focus is going to be this morning. Joining us on the line now, Leisha De Bruin. Uh, Morena, good to have you with us again, Leisha. Morena, Jeff, thank you for having me yet again. Tell us why you chose this topic. Well, I thought... You know, we we like to educate people about the law and, like you said, lots of specific areas, but I thought for, to be able to understand what is law, why is the law the law, um, what becomes law and what doesn't become law, it's really important uh, to understand the basics of the constitutional principles and the values of New Zealand law, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. All right, so where did those principles come from? Yeah, so many of the main principles that I'll be talking about um, are found in common law and or are reflected in legislation um, such as the Constitution Act 1986, the New Zealand Bill of Rights, also known as NVIDBORA, uh, and the Public Finance Act. And now there are other principles also found in constitutional conventions, uh, the Standing Orders of the House of Representatives and the Cabinet Manual. And these are just some of the many um legal documents that these principles come through. And now, while New Zealand doesn't have what we call a written constitution, like, say, the USA, um, these principles, together with important documents such as the Treaty of Waitangi uh, and ancient English statutes as the Magna Carta, which was the original New Zealand Bill of Rights um, and the Bill of Rights and, and another Bill of Rights, uh, form the Constitution of New Zealand. All right, let's examine these key principles and values of New Zealand law a little bit more closely. Right, so the first and main principle underpinning New Zealand law is arguably is the rule is the rule of law. Now, the rule of law is the most fundamental constitutional uh, principle in New Zealand law, and what it does is incorporates a number of like sub principles. But at its core are the following principles. So the law must be clear, it must be accessible and apply to everybody, to private citizens uh, and the government. Uh, Human rights must be adequately protected and proceedings before the courts and the tribunals must be fair. And public powers must be exercised fairly in accordance to the law and must never be exercised arbitrarily. Now, I will talk further um, about following principles and values, and these all stem from or uphold aspects of the rule of law. Uh, so the, the next is equality before the law. Now, that is, a, that is simply everybody is equal before the law and is subject to it. Um, parliament supremacy. Parliament supremacy, uh, is, it goes to the... It goes to the idea that Parliament is supreme law is the supreme lawmaking body of New Zealand, uh, and this compromises the House of Representatives and the Governor General. So, how does that work in practice, Leisha? Yeah, so the House of Representatives has exclusive power to regulate its own procedures. Uh, one Parliament can't prevent subsequent Parliament uh, from repealing or amending existing legislation or for passing new legislation so they can't make a law that says you can no longer you can no longer make any more laws about 
driving or traffic. Each parliament, once they're in government, um, has the right to make their own legislation. And the courts can neither invalidate legislation passed by parliament or interfere with the legislative process because the courts are there to enforce the law um, and uphold the legislation. So it is often said that parliament can legislate to do anything. And in theory, yes, they can, but it does not mean that it should, particularly when human rights or fundamental principles are affected. So that's essentially what Parliament Supremacy is in, talks about, yeah. Tell us about separation of powers. Yes, um, and I do believe there was an earlier uh, segment on this, but just a recap is that separation of powers is each branch of the government, which there are three, the executive, the legislator, and the judiciary. They must perform only those functions associated with that branch, uh, and they don't, they're not to intrude into or assume the function of another branch. Um, and these, this principle helps the, well, really helps the prevention of the concentration of one power in one branch of government, and it helps to reduce the potential for abuse of power in a particular branch. Another good related one is the judicial independence and impartiality. So this means that certain decisions must be made by judges independent of the government. Um, and judges in the judiciary is completely separated, is, again, is one of those branches of government. So judges interpret the law, legislation, and are the source of what we call common law. Uh, and they decide disputes between individuals and between individuals and the government. So it's important that... Um, so the courts are the only institution, should I say, that can impose criminal convictions or sentence people to imprisonment. So it's really important that, the, that judges are totally independent from the other branches. And this also leads into the free and fair elections. So members of House of Parliament are chosen by the process of regular and free and fair elections in which all the citizens and permanent residents may vote and put themselves forward for election if they so felt that way. Um, and just a couple of other uh, pretty important uh, principles and values underpinning um, the Constitution of New Zealand is that it's new, new legislation must respect the spirit and principles of the Treaty of Waitangi. Uh, New Zealand, new legisla legislation, should I say, must respect the dignity and the individual and the presumption of in favour of liberty. Now, this refers to rights such as life, the right to life, freedom to refuse to undergo medical treatment, freedom from the dis discrimination on specified grounds, uh, freedom from torture, cruel, degrading or disproportionately severe treatment or punishment, and that nobody should be, be deprived of their liberty without proper cause and due process, and literally the plethora of rights that are given to you in the NZ Bora. Um, another key principle is access to courts and the presumption against retrospectivity. Now, this is the general rule that legislation should be prospective, so looking forward, um, and not retrospective, if, and have re not retrospective, retrospective effects. Um, so this essentially means so that you can't be punished for something that you did when it was legal and now it is illegal, so nobody can come and arrest you for doing something because you did it when it was legal, and that's retrospective effect. Um, so it's very important that the law, most law, 
don't is not retrospective. And then I guess finally that new legislation must comply with New Zealand's international obligations. We have many, and that includes conventions and treaties. Uh, and so New Zealand law needs to respect those or else we will be in breach of those and we will be subject to sanctions and things like that. Just listening to that uh, to that quite comprehensive list, it does make you feel somewhat uh, assured, reassured, <laughs> that there are lots of checks and balances in there and uh, and we're fortunate to have a structure like that. Why are these values and principles so important? Yeah, absolutely. As you can see, there are just so many fundamental principles and values found in the New Zealand law, and I've only covered a few of them. Um, and these, these principles run so deep in New Zealand law that if new legislation is inconsistent with or challenges even one of these fundamental principles, it will become subject to concern and increased scrutiny by Parliament, uh, the public, and often the court. Uh, so these are just more checks that happen, um, just to ensure that if there is a legislation that's going to be passed, or it has passed, and it's breaching any of those fundamental uh, principles, that it doesn't stay law for very long and that it is amended to respect those fundamental principles underpinning the democracy of New Zealand. If we want to find out a little bit more about these things, what would you recommend? I would recommend having a wee read through the Community Law Manual, as always, because it explains all of your rights, um, and you will be able to see when you read through that these fundamental principles and values shining through many of the rights um, and the rights and responsibilities that you see in the Community Law Manual, and hopefully you'll be able to understand and see a pattern and be able to go, ah, that's why this is law. Remind us where we can find that, Leisha. That would be online, um, just at, just typing into good old Google Community Law Manual uh, and it should, bring, should be the first search that comes up. But if in doubt, you can always give us a call um, on 47419221922 or flick us an email um, and you can make an appointment to come in and see us if you had a more specific legal issue that you would like some advice on. Fantastic stuff. Thank you so much, Leisha, for that really comprehensive look at what underpins New Zealand law. Look forward, as always, uh, to these conversations each week with Community Law Otago. Go well, Leisha. And we'll, uh, Thank camp, you very uh, much. Community Law Otago again next week. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 4741922 or 0800 169 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the law faculty, University of Otago, training for life. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.